what were we talking about before? I think I wrote it down. I hope so. Yeah. Um, I looked at that trailer for that movie you told me about with uh, Guillermo del Toro. Mm -hmm. I looked at that thing for a little bit, and I got to admit, like, uh, I don't get it. I don't. I don't get what he's. Uh, I don't either. And that's the thing. He always cuts a good trailer. I do believe oh. that Bradley Cooper should be recast as Indiana Jones. He should be Indiana Jones. That hat. You see how good he look in that hat. My man has always looked good in the hat. And, and he, people sleep on how freaking good Bradley Cooper really is, just as an actor in general. I don't think we sleep on it. I think he's just comfortable to the point where he's not taking as many roles. Right, we don't see him often, and that I feel like that hurts him. Like he needs, he needs a blockbuster. I don't think he wants to be that guy. He had that I with know. the Hangover, and he was like, "Up, oh, nope, I'm going to slow down and do the Silver Linings playlist. I'm going to take this that, small." Indie if I was, films. if I was his agent, I would have been like, "You should never do a sequel to the Hangover." Only way I'm doing a superheroes if I'm doing just the voice, <laughs> yo. He right, and I don't even think he needs to do a superhero thing. I'm just saying, like. Yeah, if he was Indiana Jones, that would be great. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he definitely needs to... Uh, oh, you finally got your stuff together. I didn't even see that. Oh, ah. I'm done. Oh, now you tell me. Oh, yeah, this is... Uh, I got that on footage. All this. All that. Hold on, I ain't even... But you need a hat? No. I need a hat. You see all this? I made that my birthday wish. What was your birthday wish? No, no need for a hat. I told my wife I was like, "Yo, I need some hats." <laughs> like you know, when we going out and stuff, I can't just always rock E-Man's movie reviews. I need a hat. Word. You know, get me a. I don't know something that you would like to see me in. That would be nice, right? If they get something that yeah. they think you look good in. Yeah, that's the whole point. I'm like, yo, you my wife. Like, you should be dressing me up the way you think that goes would make ways, me attractive bro. to you. That goes both ways. You dress your wife? Uh, I don't dress her, but I compliment her strategically <laughs> on things that I like. And I don't compliment her on things I don't like. Yes, all right. That's an experienced yeah. husband. I'm like, there. yo, them pajama pants, homie. Yeah, that's an experienced husband right there, yeah. Where can I get you more of them? <laughs> So, I oh now you record. See you always. I've been recording. This whole thing has been recorded. I told you I caught all of this. You leaning all up in your chair, caught all that. You know I always listen. I open every one of these videos with like a joke or a blooper, and this is how I, I don't, get them. <laughs> I don't want none of that. I think the last one I used, um, you trying to order food and them canceling your order. Say that again? Never mind. You don't watch these videos, no way. No. <laughs> I believe, Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. So, what are you working on? What are you, what are you sitting here doing? Are you arguing with people in your comments again? No. I was actually just watching. Uh, I was reading some stories. No. Seeing if there was more. Uh, if there was anything else. Any other news. No. Is. Um... <laughs> 
There was Venom 2. They didn't let you see no screener, but they let fans see the screener. Ha! <laughs> Red flag. Right? You you had to go into your forums and explain to people, like, listen, if they don't let critics see the screener, there's a reason. Yeah. Yeah. That is, listen, I I don't know how I gotta, I have to explain this all the time to people. Like, you never want a movie whenever a movie sits here and says uh, or a movie studio when they be sitting here talking about like oh this is only for the fans or or we made this for the fans like that that should always be a red flag yeah. because what does every studio want they always want not only money mm-hmm. that's the number one reason but they also want recognition yep. right how do you get recognition by making a movie or a TV series that's actually well made, right? Yeah. That's how you get best picture. You get good actors to get best actor, et cetera, et cetera. So then when it comes to a marketing perspective, they can sit here and be like, look, Emmy award winning, blah, 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 blah. Oscar award winning, blah, 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 blah. You know, and like when they have that capability, what do they do with that? They market it even more to make more money that's the game so if if money is the end game awards and recognition is a means to that end game you have to also think about like well what what what, what does it really mean when it's like only for the fans <laughs> behind the scenes behind the scenes what it really means is um okay sorry i had to put my uh Get the headers in, the headphones in. All right. So what it really ends up meaning is the fact that the studio's nervous. Yep. Right? Because if the end goal is more money, what do you do to get more money? You need the most amount of eyeballs and the most amount of attention to have people go watch it and pay for it and see it. Some positive word of mouth. You need that, right? The number one way that has been proven since the dawn of like storytelling has been to tell these stories, or I'm sorry, to screen these things for the press right why because the press has access to millions and millions of viewers right you give it to the varieties the deadlines the hollywood reporters the comicbook.coms yeah. people that have millions of people checking for them you let them see the movie first yeah. you let them give it positive reviews and then that's gonna hype people up that's your marketing that gets you a bigger budget right or a bigger box office yep. take it. that's when them outlets start putting the movie they start appearing in the movie uh posters in the marketing right you'll be like you exactly. know comicbook.com says it's amazing things like that right and this is like a week or two before the movie even comes exactly. out exactly so now you're sitting here like oh man this outlet outlet said it's a masterpiece this one said it's the best marvel movie ever blah 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 like all those th- different type of things that's to get butts in the seats right but when you sit here and you say we're only going to do a fan screening and not a press screening, that's what are you doing? That's a terrible sign. It's a terrible sign because it shows that you don't have enough confidence to give it to bigger outlets. Maybe because the movie sucks. They don't want that. Negative. Or maybe because they yeah they don't want to get that negative stuff. Now here's another red sign. Another red sign is the fact that um, at least from what I heard, the embargo which is the day when us press can actually talk about the movie doesn't lift until Thursday, which is right when the movie comes out. So I got a question for you. Venom 1, 
When did you screen that? Was it like the week of or was it a week before? Do you remember? I want to say it was around the week of. And that was yet another reason I was like, ooh, why y'all giving this to us so er so late? Because mm-hmm. usually, especially for the, like, for example, Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. We got Suicide Squad maybe like two, three weeks before, you know, that was the case. And here's the thing. I try to tell people there are levels, right? So you have the primary level, which is the biggest outlet, Hollywood Reporter, right, Deadline, right? right. right. That, the, number like one, a, right? That's number a team, one level. The B team, the C a team. A team, B team, C team, right. right? That's the A team. I'm like maybe on the B team. You know, sometimes I'll go to the C team, but I'm on the B team. That's where you have a, a large enough outlet that's substantial mm-hmm. enough, um, you know, and you basically get the f- second round of screenings and stuff. And right. then after that, C team is like, it's everybody yeah, else. If you, you just screen it with be, the fans. Right. <laughs> you're screening it with the fans. You still get it a little early, but it's a little bit closer to the day. Yeah. So if I'm watching Suicide Squad two, three weeks, the A team, they watching it like a month before me. Yes. You see what I'm saying? So like they really, really get it early because they have to do the uh the press junket. Yep. Which means in order to interview, you gotta see yep. it. So if they're doing that way before I even get my little B team screener, you know, the the studio's very confident. But if nobody, <laughs> nobody is getting it until like a week before. You know what they do this with? Horror movies. Yes. When horror movies are bad, which are very low budget, yep. horror movies today are so poorly made. Mm. They're made just with hold cheap on, hold jump on, scares. Hold on, hold on. That's not fair. Horror movies, because some horror movies, even if they're bad, you'll get them early just so that they could get the press. Right? They're that desperate for press. That's not true. Some I don't get. I don't get horror movies. You don't look at the uh, until the, the week of. Like it's You're literally just talking about like the, the James Wednesday, Wan movies. No, no. I'm telling you, this is a common thing. The horror movies, if they come out on Friday, we will get the screener on Wednesday or Thursday. They'll give us like one or two days to screen it. But and write we got to really be honest with ourselves here. We're talking about Venom. We're talking about some horror movies. Where are our expectations really supposed to be with these movies? Remember, this isn't a Marvel-produced movie. This is a Sony-produced sure. movie with minimal sure. Marvel involvement. So really, what are our expectations supposed to be? Are, were you really expecting to see this two or three weeks in advance? I mean, was I, I mean, here's the thing. I'm expecting every movie to be, given the amount of work and the amount of money that goes into these projects, we're not talking about an indie movie no, here. No, We're not talking about no. somebody shooting this on their no, iPhone no, and no, calling no, it no. day. We're talking about a major production studio what? putting big-name talent, Tom Hardy, yes. Andy Serkis, yes. Woody Harrelson. Yes. We're talking about people, Naomi Harris. Okay, We're not talking on. about some chump change We're not, there. but really, you saw Venom 1. I saw Venom 1. <laughs> I'm just asking, based off of what we've seen, this is a sequel. Sure. Really, what are our expectations supposed to be for Venom 2? So my, my thing was that um, I don't even remember who the director was for Venom 1. It was, I, I don't um, even remember. It was uh, something Cologne. It was like it was like a Spanish director. So it's not it a, a name Brazilian brand person. Director. Nobody, yeah. It's nobody like name brand like that. Don't Andy Serkis is starting. He's starting to make his name out there. Like, you know, he did Mowgli. Um, we already know his work. 
you know, uh, in front of the camera and stuff. Ruben so I Fleischer, think the expectation. Okay. Uh, so I think the expectations for Andy are a little bit higher in terms of bringing us something better, given his experience and given what he's already the 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 track record that he's starting to create. Now, so the expectations are higher. Now, are they like Christopher Nolan high? No. Are they you know Russo brothers high with the Marvel? No, not at all. But are they higher than Venom, the first one? Yes. I don't know. Yes, I don't know. Are. I don't know. Because I wouldn't say Andy Circus. I'm not saying Andy Circus. Andy Circus really an upgrade over Ruben Fleischer. Thank I was you. saying, like, really, when you compare Andy Ruben Fleischer to Andy Circus, right? Is that really an upgrade? Yes. We would. Why? Just name recognition. <sighs> Ruben Fleischer. That's all. Why are we playing? What has Ruben done in the past that he doesn't deserve recognition? What's his last name? Fleischer. F L E. Oh, yeah. So he's done. Right. Let me let me look let me look at what he's best known for. Zombie Land. He's be- Thirty minutes or less. Zombie Land. Double right. Tap. Gangster Squad. Uncharted. Venom. He yeah. he doesn't have a terrible resume. Yeah. Um. He doesn't. I'm not saying it's a great. Resume. You watch those? Yeah, I've seen Zombie. I like the Zombie Land. I like Zombie Land. I'll give him. I'll give him credit. For I that. saw 30 minutes or less with Z's and Sorry and um, him and Knight. Uh, that dude again from Zombie Land. He likes to work with. Uh, I did not watch that. Eisenberg with Jesse. I didn't watch 30 minutes. I did. I like Z's and Sorry. I'm a Z's and Sorry. I do too. He's good. Yeah. So it was like, all right, Z's and Sorry. You know. I mean, I get. Look, I listen. Like I said, the only I didn't see Gangster Squad. I, I was in. I'm the not only reason, like that. <clears throat> the only reason for me to have higher expectations is just the name recognition. That's all. I hear you. That's all. I'm just so. saying. But if you look at his track work, he's he's, sure. he's a capable guy. He's a guy he's, that you can say to and be like, you know what, for sure. Venom. That's, I I can see this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like for me personally, if I hear Andy Serkis is doing something, um. The fact that, you know, that they chose him, that they really believed in him. I'm like, okay, cool. No, Go for it. Do your thing. I, I hear you. But I'm just saying Andy Serkis doesn't have that type of director experience in his filmography. He does not. He does not. He does not. But right. he's been around great that, films. But that's the thing. Like, a lot of times you can circumvent that direct-to-director experience with all the stuff you've done in front of the camera. Some. So, for example... If um, because this is going to happen soon, uh, Denzel Washington is going to start directing some movies. He's directing. Are we going to? Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. So, like, um, will the expectations be any different given his track record in front of the camera? You know, like his directing experience, not to my knowledge, is not that extensive. Obviously, he's acted way more than he's directed. But because of his uh, his acting, and because of the caliber of an actor he is, I think people will go in with the assumption like, oh, if it's Denzel directing, the expectations are higher than just some yes, random yes, director. I agree with that. And, you know, that goes with a few actors that are aspiring to be directors, right? George Clooney sure. does it. 
Um, or Halle Berry. Or Halle Berry. Questionable. Um, I think Regina half King. the cast I'm, of Regina Friends. Regina King was an interesting one. Yeah, but the, the, I would be. I'll say my opinion is they hit a miss, right? Some actors are very, yeah. very talented, but they don't always transition to great directors. Not everybody's a this is Clint very true. Eastwood. Not it's just like a, is a, a player becoming ben a coach. Yeah. yeah, right? So yeah. there are those that are really good at it. I'm just saying I'm not saying I don't see anything that shows me that he's exceptional at it, too. Right, he's not like okay. a Ben Affleck. I think he's done. What has he done? He's done uh, Breathe. Talk about Andy. Yeah, he's done Breathe, and he's done The Jungle Book. I think. Yeah, those are his. Mowgli, I think. Those are his two film experiences prior as director. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. he's been around um, the Lord of the Rings production. He's been around the MCU. He's been around these things, but I would say I would feel more comfortable with Fleischer over him just based off of his his experience he's done more films i mean based off of the last venom i wouldn't want fleischer so i I, fleischer did good for his venom right he had he created a movie that performed almost a billion in the box office i don't see uh sure right that that's actually remarkable i think that was more the character than anything else i I don't think that was because of fleischer the character did carry him a lot but it wouldn't it would the character only carries you so far Right, the character could carry you to like maybe a hundred million, maybe even two hundred million. Right, like, and if it's the right character, you'll get Justice League numbers. Right, you'll get your six hundred million, but to eight hundred million, that means that you is did that. What Venom did? Yeah, it did almost nine hundred million in the box office. A fifty, a fifty six. Yeah, yeah. So when you hit that almost a billy, that's when you're like, all right, this is this is different. Right, we're not talking about, you know. You're just um, doing these numbers off of name recognition. Now you're at a point where somebody actually likes what you put together. Now, whether or not we appreciated what he did with the symbiotes in the first one, audiences did enough to push this money to the box off this film to the box office that it achieved. Okay, so, there you are. So yeah, I was. You froze. On, you froze on that. Yeah, you froze on me too. But I was saying, um, Fleischer. I would trust Fleischer. I would. Because I haven't seen I mean, Circus do a thing. movie. Here's the thing. Those... I don't trust. I don't. Tr- I don't care who's in front of it. I don't trust the studio's direction with the character of Venom right now. Um, I don't like the whole concept of, hey, we got to make this character, you know, funny. I don't like the whole buddy cop type of thing that they're trying to do with it. Okay. Um, that's what I've. I. That's what personally has not resonated with me. That. And as a result of that. Um, the films, like the first film, I didn't like what they ended up doing with that. I mean, what was that? Uh, what was that other evil scream at the end? Uh, no, it wasn't scream. The one at the end of the first one. It doesn't matter. Uh, Say whatever it was. Whatever it was. Something. I was like, dang, y'all just wasted this character. Yep. Because this literally should have been our setup for Carnage. For Carnage, right? But like. You did it already. I mean, that character even had the axe, you know, like the the infamous axe that uh, uh, they should have just made him Carnage. Honestly, they should have just gave that actor and let him be Carnage. They could have just done that or just make him a unique Venom wannabe. Yeah, like just make him look like Venom and just say like, oh, he's just a bigger version or whatever. And this kind of dances into that issue that I was talking about with the mirror villains, right? Like mirror villains are played out and they're tired. And that's one of the biggest issues I have. Um, with the direction of Sony yeah. because Sony does not know how to innovate very well when it comes to their uh, Marvel properties 
And that's my fear with Venom too. Venom. I don't think they're gonna do anything. Venom doesn't have a lot of good villains worth bringing out. Or memorable. Venom doesn't have a lot of memorable villains. I know. And that's why that's when you asked me before, like how I'm feeling about this. That's why. Right. Well, we know what the red flags are. That's why I was saying the expectations should have been low in the first place. We knew we wasn't going to get any opportunities to screen this in a reasonable amount of time. And now the fans understand where this sentiment comes from. We go through this yep. all the damn time. Yep. Yep. So anytime, uh, once again, anytime a studio says we're doing this for the fans, it's BS. <laughs> I mean, yes, you're doing it for the fans. But you're really doing it for We're the money. Let the fans and you see it would first. love, yeah, no, you would love for it, uh, uh, the uh, for the movie to get some technical awards as well. Yeah. Nobody goes and puts tens to hundreds of millions of dollars into a movie for it to be crappy. No, nope. nobody does that. Just, just no, that's just folks. a way to save face and be like, hey, you know what? Don't be surprised when you watch on Rotten Tomatoes if Venom Two. Is terrible with critics and great with fans. Don't be surprised. And I try to tell people this all as well. And this is a huge thing people need to get. This whole divide between critics and fans is stupid. <laughs> and it's manufactured BS. There is no real beef between critics and fans. Critics do not go into movies hoping that it's bad. That That's just not what it is. And it's not like people really need to understand critics go in with a whole different agenda than fans do fans only go into movies to be entertained that's the point you're paying your money to have a good time and you hope you end up having a good time that's it to be entertained critics go in to evaluate a movie it's like work it's like a, a homework assignment that's a whole different thing than what fans have to do. Yes, along the way, we might be entertained. Yes, along the way, we might love a movie, but we're there to actually analyze it and break it down. No fan goes into movies talking about, you know what, let me go pay attention to the tone and how that sets up the character development <laughs> and how the cinematography complements the setting. Comic fans, fans don't do, do that. <laughs> That's not what fans many. That's not what many fans do. If you do do that, you should be a film critic because you you playing around with what film critics yeah. do. I'm going in to see how the plot develops. I want to see how the second act complements and and supports the third act. I'm going in for those technical things. You're not as a fan, you know. So this is why when they just say, "Oh, it's just for the fans," that means the movie might be entertaining. But it could also be made terribly Hold too. Hold on. Okay, Both Google. Things can be Silence. Sorry, I had that alarm for a meeting that got canceled. Now, I just want people to understand it is perfectly acceptable for both things to be true. You can be entertained by poorly made movies. So if a movie is critically panned, that doesn't mean you still can't have a good time with it. It doesn't mean you won't laugh. Doesn't mean you won't find some things that are cool in it, but it still could mean that the movie's bad too. Both things can be true, and that's okay. Why? Because we all like bad movies. I like who doesn't like a bad movie? There are movies to this day I'll be like, yo, this stuff is terrible, but I'm gonna watch it anyway because I have a good time with it. Mortal Kombat's probably like the best example for oh. me. I will watch Mortal Kombat 1 and 2. As bad technically as they are, I'll still watch it and have a good time with it. I'm with you. 
I'm with you on that. Yeah. Some bad movies that'd be good. Well, Venom's gonna fall on that those uh following the footsteps of famously bad movies that we're entertained by. I'll watch it at least once. Um Buddy Cop or not. Mm-hmm. What else was we gonna talk about today? You know, what was that other thing we was talking about before? We was talking about um Disney. What about them? Oh, the contract. Oh, yeah, they done they done switch things up after Scarlett Johansson then tore up in that. Yeah, I guess her lawyers said some some interesting points that they decided to change company policy. <laughs> I mean, th- th- it was it was always inevitable, right? Like there was no way, and I was telling people this even when it came to the theaters, there was no way Disney or even WB was going to be able to maintain this idea that we're just going to do this dual release model and keep all those po- you know profits with all the subscribers and stuff. It was always a short-term investment. It was always something like, yo, we're going to put these big movies on this platform because we just opened up this streaming platform and we need subscribers. We need subscribers for what? So that way we can market it and say, yo, we just added 70 million subscribers. What happens then? Share prices go Mm -hmm. up for the stockholders. Mm -hmm. Then Disney becomes more valuable. WB becomes more valuable. They sell their stocks. They make more money and they make more investments. That's the game at the end of the day. However, the people that get screwed in that short-term process are the talent, the directors, the theater box offices, the actors, the agents, all the people that normally in this business would do a huge revenue share where they would get a slice of all the profits and everything they got cut out they got cut out of the residuals this is why after hbo or uh after wb made that blockbuster announcement that all these big movies are gonna drop in 2021 a couple months later after a little backlash they was like oh oh see what happened was and they started making negotiations. Uh, first, it was Christopher Nolan who made off. noise. Immediately, yes. Christopher Nolan made noise. Yes. Like, nope, that's whack. Yes. First off, you're not and doing that Dennis, with my uh, movie. Villain the way yeah. did the same Villain thing. The Dune director with Dune, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, like, it was never sustainable. You can't just sit here and cut people out, blame the pandemic, and not pay folks. You know, like. You have to adjust, and Warner this Brothers is what's is happening just with more Disney. tactical about it because when they realized well, that no. yes, because as soon as they got backlash, they went to the biggest film directors. Once Christopher Nolan did what he did, they yeah. went to Villanueva, they went to Patty Jenkins, yeah. they went to those directors and was like, "Look, we'll hit, you, we'll break you off from now, right? The smaller yeah. directors, the smaller yeah. films, mm, you on your own. Y'all wasn't going to do right, good, right, no right. way. Y'all just be glad that, that we put that, you in front of more eyeballs. Yeah, we we put you. That, that was better for them. Now anyway. you have a better chance for Mortal Kombat too. All right, you guys, Joe right. Teslam, all you guys better be happy because we just did you a favor. But those yeah. bigger films, we're breaking them off. And Disney, when it was time to put out Black Widow, when it was time to put out Mulan, when it was time to do those things, they saw with Mulan, they didn't have no big names attached to it. They were able to do the dual release and not have any backlash. They tried that with right. ScarJo. Immediately, she... It was problems. problems. It was a problem. Problems. Yeah. And, 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 you know, the sad thing is, is that you know everybody behind her all the movies behind her are benefiting from her loss yeah unfortunately right so you know what was it jungle cruise with the rock 
he was like, nah, we not about to sue Disney or anything. Why? Well, later reports turn out uh, or have reported that um, the reason why they weren't going to do it was because they were working on a sequel mm-hmm. with Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was also said that Emma Stone was considering suing, but turns out she also was doing a sequel with mm-hmm. Disney. And then another report came and said, yeah, the reason why they're doing these sequels is because in lieu of all the pandemic and the residual issues and the lawsuits, they like, we want more upfront money now. They're renegotiating contracts because they don't want to be in ScarJo's position. Nope. So, you know, and then even after that, Shang-Chi, The Eternals, um, uh, a number of other Disney, uh, um, because Disney just released this t- not too long ago, last week, a number of other Disney titles and Marvel titles, Star Wars titles, whatever, exclusive to theaters for the rest of 2021. They're like, yo, we're not playing with this. We're not doing that dual release model no more. All of these are going to do that. What has Shang-Chi been doing the last three weeks? It's been sitting at number one, and it still ain't even go to China, by the way. It still ain't go to China, but it's been number one in the box office breaking pandemic records because it's exclusive. That's all Black Widow wanted to happen was like, yo, if you do that with us, we could have been yeah, making money that's, too. That's Disney's fault because you know what? That just tells you they didn't have faith in it. Yes, yes no. they didn't I mean, have faith in it. To be fair, they did delay Black Widow multiple they times. They did. And I think that was mainly Kevin Foggy. I think Foggy was like, we can afford to keep pushing this back. And I think it was Disney that was like, yo, we your daddy. We gonna drop this movie and you gonna like it. And you know Foggy's a company man. He ain't gonna bite the hand bite the hand I mean, feeds him. It's clear but reportedly he wasn't happy. It's clear that the new CEO of Disney runs Disney very differently than the old yeah, CEO of I Disney. Agree. Yeah. Because he's yeah. very you know, he's emphatic about him being in charge. He's like, yeah. No, this is the new normal. Right. You right. work But here's the me. problem. The the, the the biggest problem is the fact that we should have never known about this. Like we should have never heard of a lawsuit. We should have never heard of it's this. Should have went straight to arbitration, which is normal. This but is this normal. Is the new normal. Right? Like he it's, wants it's, to air it out. It's not JPEG is not doing yeah. this unintentionally. He knows when things like this is this is happening but too that, many times to be by accident. Right? This is what the third or fourth. Is, but but JPEG comment. The problem the problem is the fact that this is not the way. This is not conducive for Disney. And how they operate. No. Disney does not like their image tarnished in any way. They're they are a brand where their image matters more than damn near anything I else. Think he's... That's why they don't do adult stuff. Yes. That's why they they're so hesitant but on doing Disney things. Disney is evolving, you know? and they chose the CEO to steer them through this evolution, right? Well, they thought they thought he was gonna play by the book, but he's, he's playing by more the by the corporate yeah. book. Well, he's playing by the yeah, corporate he's a corporate book. man. He's not, yeah, he's not. He's looking at the bottom dollar. Mm-hmm. He's looking at like, yo, what can we do to make money? Because that's Ooh. what he was there for. He was running the theme parks, Bob Chapek. He wasn't there, and this was also reported. He doesn't have a lot of experience dealing with talent. He doesn't have a lot of those social skills that also need to be th- those intangibles, you know, uh, that come along with being the CEO. If it's Ain't nobody yeah. caring about your image when it comes to yes. the theme parks. That's like, yo, build the ride, make it so fun, make it my make thing. money. Here's my thing. He's not going to be well-liked. 
right? And right. he knows that. And he's comfortable yeah. in that skin. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like the Vince Mc... No, he's like the Ike Perlmutter. <gasps> right? I'm going to run this yeah. corporately to yeah. success. And I'm yeah. going to bring in so much profit that it will be acceptable. It's going to be acceptable. But the problem, the problem with that, it... it that's who he is, and that's what it, it is. That's co- who it they also hired. comes with a lot of negative press. It does come with because negative press. When you get when your name keeps going out there, I've said this to people too. Like a CEO has multiple jobs. One job obviously is you need to make the company Hold money, on. but the other job yes. is you can't make the company look bad either. Now, like if companies look bad, even if you bring in money, yeah, the shareholders are cool, but Marvel, you start getting negative press and stuff. Ike's Perlmutter. Brought them was CEO from bankruptcy to major multi-billion-dollar major film studio. He's still the CEO. He's just no longer in charge of the MCU. However, right. he was, and he and I'm not going to say nobody else could have done it, right? Or he, they couldn't have done it without him. I'm just saying he was the man in charge from bankruptcy to multi-billion-dollar. And that's kind of what you need, yes. right? Like you need somebody that's money focused to get you out the money pit. Right, like that—that's absolutely what yeah. you need. So, Pomutter was great for that situation. The problem is the fact that like Iger took that success from Pomutter and basically was like, "All right, I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna still take it to a new level," you know. Um, and he basically was like, "Yo, here's a well-oiled machine. All you got to do is maintain yes. it. This is all you yes. really got to do is maintain yes. it. Like it, it, I've put all the right people in charge." To do then make all the right decisions when they need to. They can, the, each operation can dictate what they need to do. That's best for their own division. There's no real need for middle management. All I'm saying, it was cool. Like yo, you and me could have walked into that and just been like, we run Disney and just sat back. Could have and let could've. people just However, do what they do. There, it's almost every CEO's expectation to outperform their predecessor. Yes. Right, yeah. so to and, and you have to make a name. You for yourself. have. You to. have to say I did. This, this is what thing. happened. He's, it's like being president, right? You have to have your one yes. major thing, right? Right. So for him, it's going to be about restructuring and getting a little bit more yeah. um, better with their corporate and their uh, agreements and their structured agreements. The things that Iger didn't always make public or show it, what if he was extremely good at. I'm not saying he was bad at it, but he didn't. I didn't. I don't know if he was good at it. It's not public, right? He's going yeah. to say, "Nope, I'm going to do great at it, and I'm going to make it public." But I'm also going to be authoritative along the way. Right. Yep, that's the yeah. new CEO. This yeah. is the new Disney, and I'm not. I'm not yeah. mad at and, it because I'm promise you, he's going to make our share prices go up. <laughs> oh, I'm, listen, I'm not mad at him from that end. I, I just my issue with Perm, uh, with, with uh, Chapek has always been more of. I don't really like the fact that you don't know how to handle this in-house business. Like you should have taken ScarJo and her agent and been like, yep. yo, it's in our contract. If you have an issue, you know what happened. we can take it to you arbitration. Know what happened. Somebody said, yo, ScarJo's unhappy. They said he looked over and said it is his assistant. Did we kill her yet? Do we need her? No, she's dead. We don't need her no more. Then why are you talking? No, no, no. You're right. You're right. But at the same time, like it was also even in the reports, they were saying the lawsuit was nothing new. It's just the fact that Disney basically turned their back on her, did it just ignored her, and she was like, "Oh, okay, 
if y'all not gonna pay me no mind when I tell you I'm about to take you to court, I'm gonna use the court of public opinion as they're additional gonna leverage. They're gonna settle, and it's kind of like get her check. Why did they're not take going her to court in the first place? That Disney's gonna, they already they, are. They in arbitration. That's arbitration. Right now. They're gonna settle. Yeah, I mean it's a different type yeah, of court. They're gonna that's settle. All. They're gonna settle out of court. They're gonna drop the lawsuits. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The only thing we should be asking ourselves now is, what character do we want to see her play in the DCEU? Who? <laughs> ScarJo. I mean, yeah. oh, in the DCEU? You know, she's not going back to Marvel. Right? That's the end of She Black don't have Widow. to. I mean, honestly, she really doesn't have to be in anything. No, but she's going to want... Superhero no, 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 no. Related. She doesn't have to be anything superhero related, but she is going to want to be a tentpole actress, right? She's going to want to be like the next Laura Croft or the next 007 or something. Every actor in her position wants that thing. They want to be that Robert Downey... Ha- what Robert Downey... I mean, she's been years. Black Widow. That's been her Yeah, thing. and it carried her for a while, right? It carried her. It yeah. got her some films where she was able to get Academy Awards. She What was what was that? Wedding Story or something? And um, JoJo's yeah. Bizarre Adventure or whatever. whatever. JoJo Rabbit. <laughs> whatever, right? JoJo Rabbit, yeah. Right? She won some awards for that, but those weren't the ones that were making her money. Those are the ones that get her in the door. Now, if she wants to negotiate money, she needs those box office hits consistently and black widow she was going to be her nice starting off point for her solo career be like look i brought in a billion and when i left marvel now it's not so she needs something if she wants to continue to pull in i don't know money. if dc is the answer why not they'll pay her you saw i'm sure james will. gun will I just don't know give her the that they'll be like look I, james gonna be like oh here's her agent here's her agent's number here you go deep warner brothers Okay, I I just don't know who take 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 white TDs over as. here. I don't, I don't, I don't know where you want to. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of like a role for her. That woman, I don't care. That man, she would make a. Just keep. I mean, she is getting that. older, so she can't play like the younger <sighs> role. Angelina Not saying Jolie that she's, like, is old starring old. in a Marvel movie. As right. is as the Eternals. Yes. And, As is and I, would not, I would not bank on either one of them being long term people. No, but I like I, don't be surprised if Selma Hayek's character gets killed off. <laughs> like, they, no, I'm for real. Like, don't be surprised because Yo. you have to keep in mind, like, some of these experienced actors are only doing it. Look at Jeff Bridges. He wasn't in there in Iron Man trying to be there no, forever. You know, no, like, no, 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 like, no, no, no. But some of these older ones, like Josh Brolin, are. They're like, yo, make me cable. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Right. I mean, like I'm, you know, I'm here. I'm I don't know how much we're gonna see him. Right. Like that, Keanu yeah. Reeves is like, what? More Matrix? Pfft, I'm in. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They ready for it. Um, some of them. Some of them. They're doing more in their. Some own of them. Age. Some of them. And I these just, older I actors just, are getting these roles. Right. Idris Elba. I just don't know. Ain't young. I just don't know what you would want to put Scarlet. That'll in. That'll be fun to think about for the next one. But for right now, it's yeah. like you know, that's that's she's not going to work with Disney. Right. There's only so many studios available there's sony who may or may not work yeah. with her warner brothers who would accept her with open arms oh well i don't and know if then, they want to go if this she route. really she could bla- she could be black cat i wouldn't mind her as black cat woman no black cat i would prefer her as cat spider-man i'd be cool because peter had a relationship with black cat i mean that doesn't mean they're gonna do that there yeah. Okay. Unless you're going to make like a teenage version. I was of just going to say Ben Affleck's Catwoman. 
she would own that. That's role. not. I don't see that. That's that's a supporting role for her. No, though. unless she gets the only a reason movie I said, out of it because Catwoman or Silver Sable. She could be Silver Sable. It would suck because with as Silver Sable, she's basically Black Widow. It's damn near Black Widow. <laughs> Nobody, <laughs> but at least Sony is trying to give that. Silver Sable her own. They also movie. tried to give Aunt May her own movie. Come on, man, stop it. <laughs> stop it, Fox. Chill. Nah. I'm just listen. Yeah. I already told you of my concerns with yeah. Sony, but uh, I'm just saying you were thinking of like other roles for. I don't know. I don't know, mate. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know what they what they gonna unless they. Well, dang, because I feel like she's just gonna get typecast because we've just seen like what was it, Kate, Gunpowder Milkshake, um, you know this rash of like female assassin yeah. kick butt you know type of characters, and I'm like. I feel like if I'm ScarJo, I'm like, mm, I could do better than that because I've done that Charlize already. Charlize Theron has those roles on lock. She's not getting she has in old, on this. She has old guard right? coming. She's doing old guard right. again. Charlize Theron, between her and um, John Krasinski's wife, uh, Emily Blunt. Emily yep. Blunt. Emily Blunt's a little more versatile, Emily though. Blunt is amazing. Oh, my God. She's way more versatile. She's... Like, she doesn't have to do anything action. She could just go, literally, just go I would do argue she wants. she's among the top three working women and acting right now under 50. Could be. I would say she's in the top three. Could be. I'd like to put Jessica Chastain up there, too. I, Jessica Chastain is up there, but Jessica Chastain hasn't been really flexing her muscles lately. She hasn't, and it's weird because of, like, her role selection. Because um, I'm like, I, I just have not seen her in, like, wasn't she in um, bigger name movies like Captain Marvel? She just did. I don't think I so. I think she was. Wasn't she the villain? No. Jessica Chastain? No, she was not. Okay. <laughs> Look at you Googling. <laughs> Yay. Dude, she was in Captain Marvel. <laughs> she was the villain. What? <laughs> what? Hold on. Yo. <laughs> Who was it? What do you mean? She the was villain? The, Oh no, no, my fault, my fault. It wasn't Captain Marvel. She was in X Men. My bad. My bad. My bad. Oh yeah, she was in X Men. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That's what I'm like. What the I'm hell sorry. are you talking you know, about? I'm space. It was a space. It was the Dark Phoenix one. Yeah. No, I I remember yes. her in yes. that in Dark she Phoenix did. or she whatever. Did a, she did a superhero movie. Like she wasn't in no Captain she Marvel. She did a superhero movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yes, yes, correct. See, correct. I almost had you though. We had to Google it. Like, what's she? I was like, what? What's she? <laughs> um, yeah, but Jessica Chastain hasn't been flexing her mu uh, her muscles, right? She's doing Dark uh -huh. Phoenix. What has she done lately? You still want to talk about Disney? Nah, I'm over it now. Listen, I done moved okay. on to Jessica Chastain. I'm done. Okay. Just want to make sure. I done went off in some tangents. See, this is how this happens. We start off on one topic. That's your fault. <laughs> I stay on tab. 
Go watch the tape. I stay on task. I'm who brought you know what? I'm pretty sure you brought up Jessica. You bring, Jessica. You I didn't up. bring up you Jessica. You started talking about what role I didn't should Scarlet be in. Yeah, that? then what how did we, we get to Jessica? See, this is all right. Well, that's all I had. I'm gonna hit stop on this recording. So you only got two videos? Two? I don't know how many I got. But yeah, that's all I got for this one. We're going. To, this is going to be the, the the beginning of season two. That's your, that, if that's what you that's want. That's all I need. Just two topics, okay. nice and short. Till okay. next time. <laughs>